0: But the minute my, my hormones were balanced completely, I was a, a completely different person.
1: Welcome to Forever Young, the health podcast from Lanzerhof. My name is Niels Behrens and I'm not looking for eternal use. I'm trying to find answers to what leading a healthy life really means. Therefore. I will be talking to various health experts to find out what you can do to stay fit for as long as possible. And who knows? Perhaps this knowledge will help lead you to a longer life after all. Everyone knows what it's like to go through puberty. And if you can't remember it yourself, you most likely have witnessed it in your own kids or younger siblings and family members. It's that phase of your life when your body and mind kind of have to figure themselves out and this process can get very hard to handle. While men only have to go through puberty once in their lifetime, women in a way have to go through a second phase of puberty which is called menopause. It hits later in life, mostly when a woman is around 50 years old and it comes with similar symptoms and changes as faced during puberty. And my guest today has experienced what that can mean for a woman's physical and mental health. Mac Matthew is a former music industry PR manager, events planner, and designer. Today, she is mostly known as a successful entrepreneur and advocate for the menopause. For the past few years, she has committed to empower and support women that go through their menopause. This journey of creating awareness has not only landed her spots on national and international press and talk shows. In 2018, Mac was also awarded as the inspiring public figure of the year by the Inspirational Leadership Trust. And today I'm happy to have her as my guest. Welcome, Meg Matthews.
0: Thank you very much for having me.
1: (laughs) So Mac, what happened when you go went through the menopause and what made you so passionate about this topic?
0: Well, number one, I thought I was quite a well read woman, a woman of the world you know i always always saw myself as you know always reading up on topics very very into from very early age um, you know had been you know doing like fasting and um going away to different resorts for since since the nineties, so I was always um felt that I was always quite ahead within the health. um, Definitely, going to
1: these kind of resorts in the 90s is very ahead.
0: Yeah, so I was going to Buchlinger and all these different ones in Germany already back then. I was already there going and fasting and three times a year and felt that this was a really good thing for the body. And so I was already within that sort of health even though I was I did have a very colorful 90s as we do know was I was married to someone in rock and roll I would balance it out by doing these things then all of a sudden um uh, about six years ago so I'm 54 now at the age of about 49 I all of a sudden just felt um, very uh, anxious, uh, very fearful of life, aching joints, couldn't sleep, um, had these night sweats, really did not have a hot flush, but didn't even, um, and also at this particular time, I had um, a marina coil in. A marina coil is uh, a certain coil, contraceptive, but you don't always, there's only uh, one out of a certain women that will actually not bleed um, at all. And I was one of those people that didn't bleed. So for me, I didn't really know about my period. You change this Marina coil, uh, it has progesterone in, and you change it every five years. So coming up to the end of that five years, I knew that I had to change my coil, but in my mind, I didn't even think oh I haven't had a period you know um this month and my partner sort of said you know you 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 haven't really changed lately you've been quite you know you, you 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 don't really seem yourself and then I just thought oh that's him having you know just having his point of view so I was just a bit like yeah well you know us women you know we don't always have to be full of fun And um, mine got worse and worse. So I went off to my GP and every time I walked in there, I just burst into tears. And he gave me um, antidepressants, which, of course, I really did not want to take. But because I felt so awful, I could not see a light at the end of the tunnel because there was nothing in my psyche or in my brain about menopause. I'd never even heard the word perimenopause menopause to me, I'd watched Sex in the City and I'd seen Samantha have uh, a hot flush and um, take her wig off. And it was all quite a joke. Now, I didn't know about these 34 other symptoms. I just thought you didn't have a period and you had a hot flush. So I went to the GP that gave me these antidepressants. I didn't really want to take antidepressants, but I was going to do anything just to get the feeling of my life back. Uh, it became really bad that the anxiety, uh, I couldn't leave my house for three months. So I three months, three months. So what I would do is I would set the alarm in the morning. My daughter would get up to go to school. My partner would get up to go to work. I would pretend everything was quite normal, do breakfast. The minute that they left, I would, um, then just get back into bed. And I couldn't really understand, you know, what was going on. There was, you know, I was still taking antidepressants, but nothing was making sense. I'm a recovering alcoholic and I ended up going to an AA meeting, Alcoholics Anonymous. I don't know, you you must have that in Germany, of course. Of course. And I was at this meeting and I just said, you know, what is the use of staying sober? I might as well just get drunk because I'm feeling so rotten. I can't leave the house. I can't have a conversation. I uh, I am full of fear. I'm full of anxiety. Um, what is going on? As I left that meeting, this woman said to me, came up to me and said, look, um, everything you shared in the meeting, I think you're going through the menopause. Well, to me, I was thinking, gosh, I'm like 49. I sort of looked at her and was like... Ugh that's not me. And she just said, please take my number. And I was like, well, that's like my grand little old gray lady with a walking stick, you know, not me. But I took her number anyway. And as they call this thing, you know, the penny drops, I was driving back. Uh, Also, I couldn't even drive a car. I was was that at that particular time, so um, anxious that I was getting a taxi back home and the penny dropped. And when I got home, I called this lady and if it wasn't for this lady she saved my life we talked for hours she explained to me all the different things of what was going on um she just pointed me in the direction of these body identicals which um you know, she said is available on our national health service. So what I did was I made an appointment with my um, NHS GP and they said they couldn't see me for two and a half weeks. So I went to my local gynecologist the following day. Of course I could get in, but it's it's very expensive in this country. Uh, It's about 280 pounds to see um, a private gynecologist. Then you have your bloods on top, which was 500 or 700 pounds. So I basically went and I So it's saw not covered her. by
1: sorry, it's not covered by the NHS? Uh
0: no, this is pr- if you go privately. You okay. uh everything is covered by the NHS and this is where I'm gonna get to, but it's also not covered by um by your um if you have um Um, insurance is not covered. The menopause is not covered by any, um, insurance, um, health insurance ever because it's a natural occurrence. They okay. say. So what I did is I went to uh, my gynecologist two hundred and eighty pounds, and then and then the bloods on top. I got, the, I then she gave me this thing called Estragile, which was a gel. It's ninety percent of the gel that the body needs for the brain for osteoporosis um if if i give you some statistics one out of two women will suffer from osteoporosis for the lack of estrogen two out of three women in the uk will suffer a stroke or heart attack we're overtaking men in menopause suicide rate between 50 and 55 is the highest in the uk and also we now know dementia diabetes Um, are all part of a lack of estrogen within the woman's body. So I kept my two-and-a-half-week appointment with the NHS because you can't get appointments very quickly. So what I did is I took the bag that I'd got from my private... Um, gynecologists. It was estradiol. It's derived from the yam. It's not bio-identicals. It's called body-identicals. It's also, then they have a eustrogen progesterone, which is a tablet. We also know that we rub on the gel on our inner arm or inner thigh, and basically it goes straight in the bloodstream, doesn't cause clotting in the liver. The statistics for this and breast cancer, which frightens a lot of people, is very, very low. A woman who would drink a couple of glasses of wine is more likely to get breast cancer than taking uh, body identicals the same way as obesity is more likely to cause breast cancer. If you had a thousand women in the room, seven would get breast cancer but they would get breast cancer anyway, not because they were taking body identicals. So I went back to the NHS um, doctor, and then I poured everything out of my plastic bag, well, it was a paper bag, by the way, onto the table. And I said, is this available on the NHS? And she said, I don't know. I've never seen it. So we looked it up, and it was all available on the NHS. So then I then I just thought, right, okay, so we have 18 million women in the UK going through um, this menopause. Now, these women do not know what is going on. I know they don't know what's going on, just because speaking to a couple of my friends, um, I just had a feeling that women didn't understand perimenopause like we talked about before perimenopause one one in a hundred between the ages of 40 and 45 now within that time that is when most women are wanting to get pregnant as we know nowadays in in this lifestyle and um my friend was doing um ivf at 42 and then at 43 she went back and they said i'm really sorry but your eggs are um and you are perimenopause so you cannot um have a child now the only way of doing this is if you have an egg and a sperm um you know both of them so both of them yes you know, so in this time, we should be making younger women in their careers. So when I go, I went and did a big talk for the BBC Women in Global News. Now, this is the biggest uh, news center broadcasting house where they work 24-7. When I was in that room, I always talk Uh, about what I feel within the room you know when I'm there I don't really practice what I'm going to talk and I saw a lot of young journalist women and even they had not really under fully understood what perimenopause was and um, quickly to sort of actually I'm jumping all over the place when I found out that this gel this gel, basically only cost the nhs four pounds this is what this gel costs okay so for me i was diagnosed with peri with with osteoporosis in the red very badly last year on uh, world menopause day 2019 on 2018 I was diagnosed with um, osteoporosis within my lower spine and my left hip within one year of just taking gel and no other medication and doing weight-bearing exercises I went back and had a DEXA scan which we videoed live for the whole world and I did it with Dr. Louise Newson we came out that I was not in the red anymore. I was in the green and on the tip of the yellow. So we now know it's all about prevention. So what my... What sorry, sorry
1: to interrupt here, but it's not really prevention in this case. So for for me, it's already re, is that you have a kind of recover or have I understood I
0: had long? recovered, yes. So what? But but what I'm trying to now have to do with uh, working with the Royal Osteoporosis Society um, and also working with um, a, a, the British Heart Foundation is we're now wanting to say because I don't know if it's the same in Germany. Women in the UK, they had this awful fear. Back in 2002 and 2005, there was these Lancet papers that were written, and it was all about synthetic um, HRT would cause cancer. So, mo- And also doctors were told you were only allowed to take it for five years. Uh, now you can take this body identicals for until you're 100 years old. You can take it every day. So what I'm trying to, to do now is to lobby, to work with Parliament, to try and work with the NHS, that women from the age of 45, number one, should be able to have a DEXA scan. Number two, should, you don't need to even have a blood test at the age of 45. We know this now from the NICE guide. You can actually just take the gel anyway you don't need to have, because when I first thought about, um, you know, oh my God, I'm having my hormones tested. I had this imagination that it was going to be like a diabetes, taking little blood samples every day and, and you know, micro doing this and putting a bit of this hormone. I didn't know it was a gel. I just slapped away. Testosterone on my arm, you know, estradiol on my arm and nobody knows this and it's easy and it's cheap and it's going to prevent millions and millions of pounds of, of, of hip replacements, breakages, heart attacks. You know, we have to move forward and, um, I think I'm just one of the first women to come out and up and with uh, Dr. Louise Newson and a couple of others that we are now trying to show that you know it's not about waiting till you're 55 or you're 56. You be, should be starting at 45 to basically to to prevent and and to support your body in all of these things, which the, the lack of estrogen does not support, and you can end up with, like we were saying, heart attacks, anxiety, um, uh, you know, uh, fearful of life, um, strokes. I mean, there's so many, and and it just upsets me that I cannot believe that it's 2020, and we're only now um, really looking into this when there's 31 million women in the U S there's 18 million in the UK. Um, I brought out an app. It's not in German, but it is in, it it is in Spanish and Portuguese and French and Italian. And is it your own app? Yes. It's called Meg's menopause. Mm -hmm. I did it in Spanish and Portuguese and French and, um, an Italian because that covered half the population of the world, because as we know, Portuguese colonized most places, Africa and South America and, you know, and also Spanish covers most. So it is in these languages and it's very simple. We have like the ABC of HRT. So people can just really understand easily because it seems to frighten people when it is one of the most simplest thing, when it's actually just written out simply for you. You know, and also the way that we can, um, with this, we, we we have a tracker on a menopause tracker, so you can track each day, headaches, hot sweats, um, over emotional. Um, you know, not sleeping, all these things that, you know, really affect your life. And then, you know, loss of libido, you know, dry vaginas, not being able to reach orgasms. There's all these things that need to be talked about and not to be embarrassed about because it affects your partnership, your teenage children. It needs to be something that we can just talk daily about in the family, because I found that without having to share with with my family, I would have been, you know, in a very depressive state because you need the support. You need to come in from work and just say, you know what, I'm exhausted tonight. I'm sorry, I can't cook, you know, and then just say, you need to help so it is about the the art of conversation i think is one of the most important things to do
1: yes and this is also the reason why you you have not only launched the app you also have launched your website it's Mm -hmm. also called max menopause and um, it's all about creating this awareness isn't it
0: yeah and there we you know you can go through things of how to talk to your family how to speak to people at work i go into lots of um organizations and lots of huge companies where I've never worked in that sector before. So line managers and HR was very new to me. And I could see why, you know, if you're a woman at work and you are about to have to go and, uh, you know, d- talk and uh, to a conference and you were going to have a hot flush, you know, or, you know, um, there should be in place, HR should already have in place, it's not about the, the the menopausal woman having to go to HR. HR should already have in place this set up. The same way as we have um, LGBT, we have um, you know um, mental health. All these issues are all set up in companies, but you can imagine that that this is going to affect every single woman that is going to work in this. In this company. So I try to get HR to, um, you know, send to line managers, put emails out, do put on the back of toilet doors, because it's going to happen to every single woman. And there's the jokes, you know, oh, you're over the hill or you're dried up. And there's still this stigma and taboo. And it's going to take a few years. I mean, I'm only five years in. I have two books coming out, one in the, in October in the UK and one in the US in January, and I'm really excited because it's called The New Hot, so it takes it to a different level. It's quite, you know, it it makes you laugh, and it has different parts that you can talk to your children or, you know, helps you, say, to explain to your boss or, you know, explain to your husband. Because, you know, for me, I found, you know, my libido did drop and and i never thought that was ever going to drop and then um intimacy which is a big part of humans that we need so you still want to cuddle and you still want to you know stroke someone's back or kiss them or be intimate but you know to a red-blooded normal human man that is just the call for let's turn over (laughs) You know, and, and you, and then, and then of course, you know, and if you go, no, he, he's, he's hurt in a way. And there's, you know, so this all needs to be, there's so many things that need to be talked about you know and you don't want to make a big thing about it but also it it does affect because you know it happened to me lots of times I would just snuggle up and then kiss someone and they back my partner's back and do all this and then next minute he would be and I'd be like no no I, I don't want that and he's just like well I do you know the same way and it's like you know we need to discuss that this is what is happening. You know, it's just mother nature because, you know, if we lived in the tribal times, you know, you would have, I would be the wise woman of the village looking after the children at this age, telling all the stories at 54. And I wouldn't be fornicating with all the young warriors, you know, that would be allowed down to the, the young women so that the tribe would carry on Uh, surviving
1: so
0: you know it goes back to all this time
1: so uh, maybe when you think about your time when it happens to you you um, explained about this this body identical jail uh, but have you also are there any actions which you did um, which take you to help to feel better to feel better
0: um, well, okay. So I have my products. So I have a range of products. Mm-hmm. When I was going through uh, this awful time, I um, lay around and um, went to like certain chemists, and there was different products, and they were like not vegan, they weren't organic, they weren't sustainable. They, I didn't want my my uh, products to be in plastic. And also I used to go to, I don't know if you heard of a place called, we have Whole Foods and Planet Organic and they're very expensive. So all my superfoods and all my vitamins I would take would sometimes come into the cost of maybe two, 300 pounds, you know, 59. Cause you, I think, you know, I'm all about buying good vitamins because I just think, you know, it's like anything you pay, what you're getting so of course you can go to certain stores I won't say who they are but you know it's like the wholesale and you can buy you know this awful farmed um, fish oil or whatever yeah so I made sure that I worked with a really good compliant uh, vitamin and I put all the superfoods From uh, Corella and Maca, hyaluronic acid to uh, Achaia, MSM, green tea, and then all the vitamins. And I made it for a pound a day. So, but, you know, if I was doing all mine, mine would be coming in at like 10 pound a day. So I made this because also the way that I wanted to work makes menopause was... It wasn't just for a, a certain um, person. This was going to be for everybody could afford it. So all my products are $9.99, $10.99, You know, they're all affordable. They're not just for a certain person, you know, to, from a, a certain store. So they're sold in like boots and Tesco's, and Superdrive. so they're available to everything, the same way as that's why I say that the body identicals is different to the buyer identicals, Bio identicals can cost you up to two, three hundred pounds every few months, you know, but body identicals is still derived from the yam, but it will cost you nine pounds on an NHS prescription,
1: Mm -hmm. all right yeah so um maybe it's a very male question but nevertheless i'm (laughs) I'm asking did you know when you were out of the menopause and how do you feel after it so what changes so
0: okay so um I will never stop taking the estradiol and the progesterone and the testosterone because the testosterone gives you, you, you need, or it's like a car. So without these, um, Without petrol and without oil, the car wouldn't run as smoothly. So I just feel that it is like if one is down and the other is not, then you're chugging along. You're not speeding along. So I will take these for the rest of my life because they are, so we now know the more that we're learning, as I said about the prevention. I don't want to get osteoporosis in my seventies. I don't want to, um, get, you know, uh, suffer a stroke or a heart attack or dementia. We know all of this now because we're learning this. So it is about taking it for forever with this bioidentical synthetic um, uh, hormones, which we used to take as a tablet that used to go through the liver and would um, and could cause clotting. It was only ever back in about 2002 that you were only allowed to take it for five years. But this has all changed now. But the problem that we are having is that all our GPs and all our doctors, we have 28 medical schools in the UK and they only get taught three years in the menopause. And that is still the old fashioned way. So we have a lot of... A lot of changes to do. I'm hoping to lobby in parliament and, you know, just get things changed because it's going to happen to every single woman. And I don't feel why women should have to suffer in any way when you've gone through all of this and you don't have to suffer. The minute my, my hormones were balanced completely, I was a a completely different person.
1: Mm. But in, in average, how long would you say is the period of the effective menopause?
0: Okay, so um, I think I'm out the other side, and I would say it was six six years. Six years. But when you say you're out the other side, I still have nights where um, the, about three weeks ago I had night sweats for about four nights. Um the other day i didn't really sleep you're never exactly back to normal you will always have one or two days some women don't okay so you know i'm not every woman some women just sail through this like anything you know but for me i gave birth in an hour and 15 minutes i got up and i had a shower i never had a period of pain in my whole life i was games captain nothing you know and i you know I really remember saying to myself, "Oh, menopause is never going to happen to me," you know. And um, there you go; I was hit with it really bad. So you just don't really know how your body is going to going to react to it at all. Yeah.
1: So a friend of mine, she just gets the message that her menopause has started already, and she's thirty nine. So uh,
0: you was yeah, and that's top- it and that's why we need to make it because you know 39 is um you know it it it's 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 quite normal i have so many women i mean the reason i knew meg's menopause was working is because i didn't think oh my god you know i made my my products because i went to try and find the products and i couldn't find like a, a wash um, I didn't know that uh, a vaginal wash watch had to be 3.5 okay because the same way and most of our great um shower gels are 4.5 and the collagen in your skin is like the collagen in your vulva your lips are more plump and as you get to the menopause the lips aren't as plump and you can get utis and you can get things vaginal atrophy and there's all these other things that go along with it which i was just like what more are you going to tell me oh my god so with this with 30 with the with being 39 it's like you know we need women to to not not be shocked by it but just be prepared for it because like you said 39 is you know one in a 100 women I mean you know, when you think of it like that, you look at a hundred women, and one person is going to go through that. It's we need to get it more out there so that it's it's not like the menopause and perimenopause. I mean, I'd never heard of the word perimenopause. It hadn't even come into me and until like five or six years ago, and then I have other friends now that are perimenopause and are like, "Wow, okay, you know, I didn't even." even cross my mind that this was going to happen and i think we need to make it aware for women
1: so if you have a recommendation for our female listeners especially what should they do should they of course go to your website uh, maxmenopause.com. com? Uh, but is there a possibility to to check whether they are um, probably already in this pre-menopause or um, what was the name for it
0: perimenopause
1: perimenopause yeah um is a is a kind of questionnaire or something like that that you can can see it or are there some symptoms for it or what would be your recommendation
0: okay so i would go onto my app and then onto my app we have the the tracker uh where you can start tracking also there is a list of symptoms okay so I'm not, I wouldn't say, you know, don't all run off tomorrow and decide to go to your doctor and get a blood test to see if you are. I would then just keep an eye on your symptoms because what happens with perimenopause is it's probably like having a bit of um, PMS, you know, before your period. What it is, is the lack of estrogen drops. So you might find that you have certain days where you feel moody, or you might emotionally burst into tears, or you don't feel like that you can cope, you're uh, maybe not sleeping right. So it's best to just to keep an eye for a couple of months first, you know, follow on the app, you can just track, you can look at the symptoms. And with that tracker, you will be then be able to see and follow because you know and then unless that you're feeling you know and then you will start to see these symptoms because there will be certain symptoms um I'm sure your friend had certain symptoms that made her think oh I want to get this checked out or like my friend who was doing IVF and then got the the you know the fright of her life when they just said she was all right I'm ready to go and they went no I'm really sorry and she's like but I'm 43 and they went yeah but you are perimenopausal really sorry we can't do it so she had to end up go to Copenhagen to do it
1: all right my last my last question uh, I'm just curious to to hear how old was this lady you met at this AA meeting uh, which gave you uh, her number how old was she
0: how old was she she was uh,
1: 53. 53. So it could be that she was still in her menopause.
0: She was totally in her menopause. Yeah, she was 100% in the menopause. Was had all you know? She sent me we the pictures of everything she was taken. She was the one who told me about that. There we in in the UK we have the NHS menopause uh, clinics available, but there's only 17 in the whole of the UK. Um, she was really on it, and I mean even to this day. But that's our, why I always feel there is a higher power, and there's some goodness about you know why we are recovering addicts and you know the question was there for me when I went there if I hadn't have gone there I don't know where I would be to this day
1: yeah everything happens for a reason so it was good destiny
0: yeah I thought so as well I mean at first I thought oh my god you're so rude who do you think you are but she was um, a beautiful um, Brazilian South American lady so it wasn't like you know she was amazing looking and everything and she just said came over to me and said look you know take my number if you want to call me if you want to but everything you're describing is what i've been through
1: and are you still in contact
0: yeah we are still very much in contact because without her she saved my life
1: mac thank you very much it was a very honest interview and i hope that it will helps um, uh, helps a lot for our listeners
0: Yes, I hope so too, and I am in love with Lanzerhof Anyway, it was the best place that I'd uh, ever been. I am, I am thrilled that hopefully one day I will be back there. I've never slept so well in all my life.
1: <laughs> Excellent. Okay. So, thank you very much. Okay, Take care.
0: Lots of love. Bye.
1: Bye. Bye. Thank you very much for listening. If you enjoyed it, please leave me a review and subscribe to this podcast. Please stay healthy.